You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. Before we get into today's episode, I want to tell you a little bit about our current sponsors, uh, the Oklahoma Hall of Fame. As you well know, if you've been following This is Oklahoma, they've been a huge part of this podcast. So this podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling an Oklahoma story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at Oklahoma HOF. Also for the podcast, a new sponsor, RCB Bank. The home market is booming and RCB Bank is here for you. If you're in the market to buy a home, a mortgage pre-qualification will make the process much easier. Talk to one of our mortgage professionals today. RCB Bank, that's my bank. With approved credit, terms and restrictions apply, member FDIC, equal housing lender, RCB Bank, NMLS 798151. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hoon here, your host. Back with another episode down at the Bedford Studio today uh, to talk some some... I'm building culture to talk some building, talk some structural stuff. Uh, Austin's with me, uh, founder, I guess, and owner of Building Culture. Thanks for coming down, mate. Yeah, man. Appreciate you having me on the show. Yeah. yeah exciting. It's so weird when people say show. Yeah. So people say that. And it's like, yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess it is. Um, I mean, if people have seen any of your stuff, they will probably love it because I think you have a great following on Instagram at Building Culture for people listening. Um, and um, I mean, me kind of being in the, in the in the industry a little bit, like I've seen your social media following and seeing the stuff that you do and the houses you you build and all the brick and just reminds me of home. To be yeah. honest, mate, I mean, it reminds me of, of that stuff. I mean, the sun doesn't come out as much as it you know does here. Although today it's absolutely pouring down. Um, but tell us, tell tell people, for people listening, tell tell them like what when when someone asks you, what do you do? What do you tell them? I actually try to use the word. I just say I'm a builder. Yeah, and, and that's really hard in this day and age. It doesn't. You don't really know what that means anymore because uh, everything's so hyper specialized. Yeah. You've got, you know, the developers, and you've got the designers, who are the architects, and you've got the GCs, who are the managers, and the subcontractors, and kind of like the idea of just being a builder is, is right. dead. Yeah, <laughs> and so that's. I just like calling this. I'm a builder. I design my own stuff. I GC my own stuff. I know how to do some work. I don't do that much hands-on labor anymore. Um, And yeah, I just kind of see that as a more holistic uh, profession. Yeah. Well, okay, you're a builder, but you don't build the same stuff that everyone else (laughs) builds. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Where does it start? Where where does it... um, Where where do you get the passion and and think that I'm going to build? Like... I mean, are you building sandcastles on the beach when you're a kid, and then that just evolves into Lego, and you just continue so, going? So now we're, yeah, we're trying to get, I mean, it's kind of weird, because I started off my career very conventionally okay. in terms of, I went to school for accounting, uh, yeah. graduated, worked for a big accounting firm in Houston, KPMG for, I made a, a whole year and three months, but yeah. I did get my CPA license at that time, and then couldn't <clears throat> take it anymore, so right. I left. Learned all just, you needed to learn. Yeah, yeah. so just to, to, to quickly go over, moved to Panama, kind of trying to find myself type thing, okay. was introduced to traditional urbanism, like new urbanism. on your own? On my own. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, that was, this is back in 2013. Yeah. Then went to the Peace Corps yeah. in Uganda, which is where I met my wife. And she's from uh, Pittsburgh. So when we moved back, um, I had met a guy along my travels who was experimenting with mass wall masonry. Okay. Uh, that was actually in Panama. He's from yeah. the United States. And uh, 
So I was introduced to traditional urbanism, and I grew up in the suburbs of Houston. So when I say traditional urbanism, I get that that doesn't probably mean much to many people, though uh-huh. I think it probably means something to you when you look at how Oklahoma City or Tulsa or wherever around here is yeah. built compared to whatever, what city are you from? Uh, I'm in Yukon. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, I mean like in... Oh, in the UK. Yeah, oh, Houston. like, yeah, Bridgend. Okay. Yeah, like yeah, I mean, just Cardiff, like the, the pedestrian-oriented, walkable, yes. mixed-use, mixed-income cities as places, cities as spaces, thinking yeah. of our buildings not just as individual things, but things that create space, gotcha. the civic realm, you know? So, like, yeah. getting excited about building and then just the concept of okay. how it can shape how people go, yeah, how people live, how people yeah. function, how society functions. And then looking at the United States, well, you know, like you're talking about where you're from, uh, building this way. Um, You know, so many buildings in uh, all over the world and around Europe are hundreds of years old. Yeah. And in the United States, if something makes it 100 years, we're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. This is such a historic building. building." Oh, yeah. Uh, It cracks me up. Yeah. And I would would largely describe our building culture in general in the United States as, you know, kind of a a disposable building culture. And we can get into that later. I don't mean everything is bad. I just mean. Right. uh, Yeah. yeah. And so that's really the concept is, is like, okay, what are the oldest buildings in the world all built out of? They're built out of mass wall masonry. Mm -hmm. And mass wall, I know, like for people listening, that just means means, you know, when you see a brick house or stone house in the U.S., like really you're looking at some two by fours with, with, you know, a little layer of brick on the outside, which is very different than mass wall, where the entire wall is just one mass wall of brick or stone. So really it's just about how thick it is. I call, I I use the words that mass wall is, it's it's when you're using masonry in in wide enough ways that it becomes self-stabilizing, self-supporting. Right. You know, it's like stacking up Legos. You just stack up one, it's really... Uh, flimsy, but if you stack up three or four, mm-hmm. it's very substantial. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Building things that last. <laughs> That's kind of I the, mean, the inspiration behind it. I, we've got to go back and talk about talk about going to Panama and everything else. Okay. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, accounting would drive anyone anywhere. I mean, I hate yeah. to count. I can't, oh, just can't. I don't know how you made it a year. Um, I don't either, you know, actually. But, but getting <laughs> out of that. Some days I didn't know if I would. <laughs> right. But, but getting out of that and just thinking, you know what? I'm going to go to Panama. Why not? Yeah. How was that experience? Uh, good. I mean, I was really, I was looking for kind of, you know, meaning, I guess you could say, sure. that very yeah, classical, yeah. you know, young yeah. sense. Uh, and Had you traveled before, I, like, university and, and, and between university and job? or was this Actually, like, yeah, I, when I, gra- I graduated in May 2011, and I went and traveled, backpacked around Spain for three months by sure. myself. Yeah. And then went, because I had just done an internship at KPMG and made a bunch of money. Yeah. Well, I say a bunch of money, a bunch of money for that age. Yeah, exactly. And went yeah. blew it all in well, Spain. And then came back and got a, yeah, yeah was full time with them. I, I tell everyone that graduates, they need to go travel and experience yeah. the world before you sign your, you know, sign, sign a dollar line and get a job because it can be endless. Um, it is. And, and, and I guess I should, like, and it was, well, I guess this was not Spain, so not after, but yeah. like, after I left KPMG and, and I was just literally Googling cool jobs. Right. Like, I was just yeah. literally in my living room, Googling, just, can I, think, on a beach I hut, can I sit you know, on a beach in yeah. a hut serving people at a bar and earn money? Like, yes, <laughs> and earn enough money to live, yeah, and surf or do whatever I want all day. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so Panama popped up. Panama popped up, and I had already applied for the Peace Corps. Okay. Because I was looking at that, you know, kind of the international development kind of stuff, thinking like, okay, man, that could yeah. be, you've got the meaning, you've got the adventure sense, you've got all those kinds mm-hmm. of things. Um and then Panama was kind of a short step on the way because I was just waiting to find it was a year long application process to Peace Corps so finally I was like screw it I'm just going to quit I found this thing went to go do it I'm so glad I had that stop in Panama because that's where I got introduced to this guy to New Urbanism and set me so that two years of the Peace Corps I was reading and thinking and you know yeah 
What's Panama like? Man, it's uh, it's beautiful. Um, Pan- Panama City is yeah. actually just incredibly. Uh, what would you call it? Just. Uh, I want to use the word Western. I don't know if that's the appropriate word. I feel like I'm saying yeah. I shouldn't, but it's uh, just a very modern. That's okay. a good word. It's a yeah, modern yeah. city. Skyscrapers. Yeah. You know, uh, very cool. And then and then the, the, the landscape is beautiful, mountainous and jungles. And you've got, you know, uh, oceans on both sides. I think the narrowest yeah. point is like 30 miles or something, you know, and the Panama Canal going through. Yeah. Not that that's that beautiful, but it's just a wonderful, right. really wonderful country. Yeah. And it's uh, easier for Americans to travel. They're sure. on the dollar. It's so, so yeah. easy. Uh, well, yeah, of all the places you want to travel safe. to, that's probably one of the easiest. Exactly. Um, so you graduated with an accounting degree, yeah. a finance degree. Yeah. Where in Spain do you go backpacking? Was it just in Spain? I, yeah, well, Spain and Portugal. I was wanted, okay. I really wanted to spend time in places rather than just go ever, because I know three months yeah, is a long yeah. time, yeah. but uh, I wanted to visit like Spain. So we went, right. I went everywhere. I say we, it was, you know, um, obviously went to Madrid and, and, and Barcelona and yeah. down south to, uh, you know, the region, what is it, region Andalusia and mm-hmm. stuff like Andalusia. And, and then we, I did a, a couple hundred kilometers on the, Santiago de Compostela. It's okay. this, like pilgrimage. It starts in the southern Pyrenees of France and then over to Santiago yeah. de Compostela. And it happens every year. It's this old historic pilgrimage. It's really cool. It's 800 kilometers total, I think. Uh, and I just didn't do that. Dude, I didn't do the whole thing. I right. started like <laughs> a quarter and then Walking? made it there. Walking. Jeez. And it's yeah. so cool I'm because you've got all these people doing it. Have right. you not heard? Have you heard of it? I haven't. Oh, uh, no. it's, it's, uh, and there's a lot of just Europeans around, you know, okay. going on at the doing, go. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's so cool because there's just, they call them pilgrims. Right. No. <clears throat> and because uh, they say Santiago de Compostela is where uh, say Paul is buried or something, okay. you know, whatever. Sure. Type yeah, yeah, yeah. One of uh, his burials. Right. So there's yeah, yeah. been a long tradition yeah. of pilgrims going on this thing. So now it's, it's, you know, you get people just doing it for fun. You get people doing it for spiritual reasons, right. whatever. Uh, but you just meet a lot of people along the way. You know, yeah. you're just walking together and stopping and sleeping and walking. And it's just, boy, it's a unique experience. Yeah. It's, I mean, you when you've gone through an experience like that, you just want to tell others to go do the same thing, right? But also, it's hard to exp- it's hard to explain how that experience was, right? B- unless you were there, right? Unless someone gets it and understands, you know. There's, and if yep. you met someone that's done it, you can have an instant connection. You're like, oh yeah, so yeah, and you just you know vibe whatever. But I'm sure trying to tell that story to someone, right? People. It doesn't like I can tell you yeah. it's really cool, blah blah blah, and then that kind of ends there. Cause yeah, because you like the feeling. You're like, I can't justify yeah. that in words how awesome that was. I just imagine like. My kids, well, yeah. I say my kids, I only have one kid right now, she's 15 months old, but like when I, I could see, like, I don't know how old it would be because I don't really understand like yeah. kids and ages yet, but like I want to like send them on their own. Oh, I don't yeah. know, is it 14? Is it 16? Is it 18? I don't know, but it'd be like, go, go do it. this. Yeah. This is like, have you know, a like great becoming time. an adult time. Right. Go on your own backpacking, yeah. 800. You know, well, yeah. well, that reminds me of like, um, McConaughey's new book and he talks about like going and finding himself in like he has a dream that he's going to the what is it that massive river I'm terrible with places uh, what's that big famous river that goes through anyway in, uh, in where in the US or no it's, I can't remember I'm forgetting this no. okay. great book if you want to listen to Green Lights uh, or read it um, but he talks about going to um, basically into the jungle uh, and finding himself on his own and nobody knows who he is uh, which is kind of good for him right oh, yeah, you know, yeah, as he's in the height really but it's a great book and he talks about like going and finding you know himself and, and meeting people and like you know just mean just awesome people and hanging out and getting the when you come back then you have this huge new perspective on life yeah and travel and all the rest of it it's brilliant um 
definitely worth like listening to the audio if you're road tripping or reading it. It's great. Yeah, I'll great check stories. it out. Never, I haven't read it, but I, yeah. I find him actually quite interesting. Matthew, oh yeah, so, and yeah. he reads it too, which makes it even better. Oh like, yeah, it's not yeah, just yeah. Some he's got such a good voice, yeah. you know. <laughs> uh, so back around then, so you, so yeah. you, so you meet this guy in Panama. Yeah. He gets you into you know like the whole masonry stuff, and then you get into the Peace Corps, and that's all you're reading about mm-hmm. is building yep. and building in not the way that majority of people build your average cookie at a house now but like right. building things to last yep. uh, for hundreds of years yep. and then you come back to Oklahoma you, 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 so you I'm actually from too, Houston right? okay, I'm from, from Houston uh, from Texas okay. so I went from Texas I went, to, I went to college in Alabama then I went to, yeah. back to Houston to work then Peace Corps sure. or whatever but uh, so how do when you I get met, here then do what, yeah so he this guy is originally from Georgia uh-huh. but uh, by the time I got back in 2015 yeah, you know, I, I, and he didn't remember me, like, because I had met him, and he was just there for a week, you know. So I was listening to him, yeah, and it's not like he knew me, but I knew him very yeah. well. And but I got his contact, and I just called him up and said, "Hey, can I come work for you?" Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. learn. And he was like, eh, "Well, I, you know, I, you could come down for a week and see. I'm in, <laughs> I'm in Carlton Landing, Oklahoma. I just moved out here yeah. from Georgia, and so I was like, okay. And uh, my wife and I got married." Yeah. Like within, we had a five week engagement. <laughs> and then she was brave enough to move out to me with me to the middle of nowhere, yeah. Oklahoma, uh, making 12 bucks an hour in my late 20s, <laughs> doing hard manual labor, digging holes or whatever. <laughs> with no yeah. experience, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but in, after that week, you know, so I went down there for a week, hard, yeah. a hard it was a hard week. And, uh, but at the end, I was having dinner at his house. I was like, uh, on my way out, and I kept waiting. I was like, so, uh, can I can I stay? Yeah. <laughs> he just was like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, can you pay me? Yeah. <laughs> he, a little bit he more. He said something like twelve bucks, and I was like, great. I was excited. Yeah. You know, just like I didn't know if he'd be able to pay me anything because I was coming with no experience, sure. you know. Yeah. Um, but he had just he had already had one apprentice, you know. So it was his. It's been his mission to train other people to Got go you. off on their own, you know. So yeah. I did my two years with him. Uh, at Carlton Landing. In Carlton Landing. Yeah. And I mean, just 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 learned a ton when you're immersed in that. When you're immersed not only at work, but you're also into it, like right. intellectually, everything. Yeah. So I, when I wasn't working on the job site, I was home teaching myself how to design. Right. Every weekend was like all day. The engineering and, side of things, how things go yeah, together. Yeah, just designing, and, yeah. you know, and, and engineering, all that, like all yeah. of it. You know, just teach, I had to teach myself to design software, you know, stuff yeah. like that. So that's what I spent my two years. <laughs> yeah. And your wife, like, loved being on the lake and hanging out. It was pretty cool. We lived in, right? Yeah, because we lived in Carlton Landing for four years and yeah. um, it was it was really wonderful yeah it was really wonderful boy it's, it's a cool little community for anyone that hasn't been out there mm-hmm. yeah it's uh I mean I've seen great I, ha- I haven't been out there but I know a lot of people that have and they love it and yeah they say, you've got to go like it's, just pick the right time because it might be chaos if you right. pick. like this weekend I mean July we're, 4th, we're recording over fun. 4th July right. weekend you know and it's going to be nuts but it's, it's funny. It's like it. it uh, there's different demographics that sure. go there, of course, but most of them are young families. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, you know, pe- parents in their mid, you know, late 30s right. to early 40s with young kids because mm-hmm. it's a true vacation. Like, they right. get there, their kids are just, we call them like free range kids. Yeah. They're just everywhere. Kids are just everywhere. They're yeah, riding right. bikes in packs yeah. of 10, no adults around. Because yeah. there's just, it's just, People just meet up in parks. Spontaneous things happen. No one ever makes plans. They just yeah. things always happen. Just it's just out. fun. Yeah. It's just fun. So, which is another way of how seeing and experiencing how architecture can shape brings human together. behavior and experience. You know, yeah. and so it just it actually reinforced kind of what I had been thinking. Gotcha. You know, yeah. reading about for a long time. So, so you start 
and then you do do four years, right? Or you do two years with him, and then you do. Yeah, so two year, two year. I mean, I've got so many random things in my story, but I did two years with him, and then of course, like towards the end of that two years, I was starting to freak out of like, yeah. what the heck am I going to do? I have no money. I'm making. I've been making twelve bucks an hour. My wife had been making fifteen cleaning yeah. houses, even though she had a master's degree. Like starting off, that's what she was doing, uh, because that's just how Stunt amazing she grind. is. Boy, well, I mean, yeah. all from you know, like wow. Anyway. Uh, so just kind of freaking out and not even know, can I design the house? Like, I don't know. I never really considered myself artistic, but I just yeah. kept at it. And then I got lucky, moved into a garage apartment in Carlton Landing. Yeah. Just rental. Found out the homeowner had some money, like was a fairly wealthy individual yeah. family. And, um, and ended up being an investor <laughs> for me. <laughs> and awesome. It's just lucky. Like, it's just so it's lucky to move yeah, into yeah, yeah. there, meet them. Then they wanted to invest in, you know, some young people just wanted to start a business, you right. know? And so they put me, they actually had, there was another young builder there mm-hmm. who was also going out on his own. And there, he was like, why don't, why don't you guys just work together? And we were like, okay, that, I mean, he had a sure. lot more experience than me, like actually just, he'd been doing building his entire life. He'd grown up about in the same age, right? But just, yeah. he's got so much knowledge that I didn't have, even though I was good at certain things. Yeah. So we built, uh, the first project we did together was The Bend, which is a pocket neighborhood. We bought three uh-huh. lots, split into six. So there's these six houses around this common area courtyard yeah. with a more kind of like intimate courtyard in the back through this moon gate, you sure. know, and it was just a fantastic experience in so many ways yeah. uh, it was really wonderful yeah and but all the I mean the first time you're doing a project there is there is sometimes just trial by fire oh my God. like there's so many that's things that's been that my life for the past like <laughs> five six I'm still in that like I just moved to Oklahoma City yeah. like I finally moved but I'm starting over so it's like right. yeah I've got a brand and a following a little bit in Carlton Landing just kind of around the country right. a little you know I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, big, yeah. Not, it's not a big following <laughs> but, but people love architecture right, they follow you. Cool, you people know. who follow you aren't necessarily going to ever be a client exactly right? yeah, so like yeah. I'm here in Oklahoma City I don't have any you know I don't have family here yeah. so I don't have any suppliers I don't have subs I don't have clients so whew, it's been a it's like been I have a, a social media rough. following yeah but let me build your house yeah I do think uh, we're, we're starting a couple houses in Wheeler yeah uh, within the next probably two to three which months which is very similar to Carlton Land very right? same developer well yeah. kind of the same developer same, sure. same family yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm just so pumped about what's going on in Wheeler, being like actually like right by the city where people can live right. and work and play and do all those things. I'm pretty, I'm really excited to be a part of that. So, mm-hmm. uh, a friend of mine just opened up a coffee shop actually in Wheeler, um, Luke Matthews. I haven't met him. Is that one of the ones in like one of the uh, little townhouses yeah, I right think there? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they opened. I think yesterday maybe they opened. I um, saw something about an opening re- very recently. Yeah, um, and I can't forgetting the name of it. Um, but yeah, they they. I'm sure they'll do great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a cool spot. Uh, you know, you're right. You can do everything there, right? You know, you, you, everything's within walking distance. You can ride your bike wherever you want. The trail's right there. Right. Um, yeah. It, I mean, compared to what it used to be, just an old runway. Right. Like it's. And it's going to change cool. so much. It's really hard. Like if people go there now, you know, there's I don't know what is there a hundred houses. I don't even know how many houses there are. But I mean, it's it's going to change so much over the next five years. Because mm-hmm. uh, right now, I get that it still kind of feels a little bit like a construction zone because there's just so much right. going on. But in another year, they're going to be done with this core area, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's just going to be a really cool place to hang out. So, so, so you you're on your own. You do your own project. Um, I think. I mean, how how you know, I mean. <laughs> Does, does your wife now not clean houses and she has a job? Exactly, I mean, she takes yeah, care yeah. of the baby she now, probably, I assume, right? Yeah. So, so and, and just other stories of people, you know, you could call it luck or whatever. Whatever, you yeah. You know, being blessed. Great whatever. timing. But, uh, 
Sarah moved up pretty quickly from cleaning houses to managing the rental program, then started her little grocery delivery business, then ended yeah. up in event event planning for Gold Landing and marketing. So that's what she's actually still awesome. doing. Even though we don't yeah. live there now, she's still doing the social media, great. all that for, for Carlton Landing. So it's yeah. really great to be able to keep that connection. And you still building up there as well? I'm just finishing that last house, that okay. tower house yeah. I'm showing you. That That is it. And I saw be that and I thought that was a thing. church. I looked yeah. at that and I was like, that looks like a church. Like yeah. <laughs> something from back home that's been there for a thousand years. Right. Like, who, I mean, who's who's moving? Who's who thought? You know, I want a tower in my house. <laughs> so, and then so, when you get that idea, you like, I, was like, I yes. can do this. Sure, <laughs> I was so excited. Yeah. Yeah, actually, the homeowner or the the clients, you know, they're from Oklahoma City. Really, really, just amazing. The best clients I've ever. They're just right. amazing. And um, they uh, they were just passing by when I was actually working on this house right here. Yeah. Wasn't even near done. I was caulking a window or something. They walked by and they're like, this is cool. Walking around talking. And they're like, we want to build on the lake. And they just went from there and I designed yeah. them the form. They're like, that's cool. Let's do it. I was like, really? Let's go. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I put a tower. I think they might have mentioned a tower. Yeah. But, you know, I, I definitely pushed the tower. Yeah, you have to add an extra couple of floors. Yeah. I'm always trying to get people like, to build I want an observation deck. You know? And they're like, I'm going to put you so no one else can see it. Right? You can look in over everybody. Dude, like, you can put a bat tower anywhere. Yeah. Like, in de- like in Scissortail Park, like, right. one of my dreams would be like, let me build an 80-foot brick tower oh, with a bell or, like, an ever-burning flame. I don't care. Like, yeah, that'd, be, yeah, be that'd be so awesome. Cool. Yeah. So uh, that's almost done. It is almost done. It is almost done. They're actually kind of in there on the weekends and stuff. Sure. We just got little punch-out items. Yeah. And then that whole road is just on under construction with lots of other houses. It's kind of a mess down there yeah. at the moment. Uh, how many bricks are in that house? Uh, good, that's a great question. 160 or so. 160,000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really. Yeah. Once again, everyone's like, what? 160, no. yeah. So 160, yeah. yeah 160,000 Where, where are you getting these bricks from? You know, uh, I get brick from different places, but a lot of these brick I'm getting out of Denver, unfortunately, okay. because I, I would love to do local brick. I'm all about buying as much local material as right. possible. But to be to be perfectly honest, the brick coming out of Oklahoma... It's expensive. Sucks. Yeah. It's cheap. Yeah. But sucks. Uh, quality's not good. The quality's not good. And okay. it's not about... And it's not... I don't mean that... And I'm just... You know, it's not about... Um, the quality in terms of is it durable or strength? I just mean the way it looks. Got you. Okay. Um, so, yeah, because this stuff looks beautiful. Right. This it does not beautiful. look like it's, it's come from the US. It's the closest thing you can get to like what what would be a reclaimed brick or something like an yeah. old brick. And the right. reason the thing that makes them different, and I know I'm kind of getting into details about this, but like what makes brick is is fit is the size to fit the human hand. Okay. You know, so it's and it's made out of the clay, the material that yeah. humans have been walking on, digging our hands in for since the beginning. Yeah. So it's this very human material that we're very familiar with, and then you've got this hand-sized material, all you know, an entire house of 160,000 brick laid by hand, each one a little bit different, you know, a little yeah. messy. So you walk into these buildings, and they just have this human feel to them. They're sculpted. Um, but the, the other thing I tell people about brick is it can also, prisons are also built out of brick. And, and, and it's funny how quickly right. it can go from feeling human and warm and comforting to sterile and oppressive. And, cold. and it's all yeah. about the type of brick you use and how you lay it. If you okay. get perfectly extruded brick with all these perfectly sharp edges and you lay all your mortar joints perfectly, it suddenly feels very sterile, yeah. oppressive. Prison-like, no culture to it, no, no no character to it, right? And then yeah. so what they do, in a, like trying to make the brick look a little bit better, they basically put what I would say like paint on uh, them. Okay. Um, and so then that finish actually has kind of a fake look to it, and I get that most uh-huh. people don't wouldn't have the same eye that I would have for well, it. Sure. 
but I still think it has a feel like even they might yeah. like they would still there it still gives a different feeling right. so like these brick are basically like fake patinaed yeah yeah that makes it's, sense and they've got even got a little bit of a shine to them and then uh-huh. you know the edges are kind of sharp and they try to like make them look tumbled it's just right. not it does, you don't get it's not the yeah. real thing it doesn't look quite right when, <laughs> when I I mean when I did see that you, you mentioned reclaimed or reused like I thought that you know, there's a potential here that that you'd brought some, like you've had stuff shipped from the from Europe over here. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, like, yeah, and that's yeah. that's not cheap. Uh, and I'm sure one day you might have a buyer that says, "I have you right. know truckloads in Italy for you to bring over." Uh, <laughs> I'd be happy to. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? But no, yeah. you're right. It looks, it's got to look the part, isn't it? And it's going to stand the test of time and be there for you know forever. And it looks, you know, just just going to Instagram at the moment. Yeah. Whenever. But yeah, it, and we'll, it's, we'll it's use really cool. reclaimed brick too. Like we're getting some probably out of Kansas uh, for this upcoming project in Wheeler. Uh-huh. You know, but part of the thing is with new brick is not because you can control the quantities and the logistics and stuff versus right. reclaimed. You know, you yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's just a little bit more difficult sometimes. Has it, was it tough last year getting brick? Not, not too last bad, year, but, but this year now it's getting really well. hard. Prices have gone up a little bit, not nearly as much as lumber has. Okay, just a That's little good. bit. It's actually yeah. more about like, but but the the lead times are ridiculous. Yeah. It's making like it used to be like a four week lead time to get it, which was already long for brick. Just because I'm gonna never never right. now is twelve weeks. Yeah, makes planning really hard. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not a planner either, so I would struggle <laughs> big time. Um, what I looking through through the Instagram, what I absolutely love is is. Um, the archway that you've done. Is that in your backyard? That's here? in my backyard. That's okay. in Linwood. So on May 21st. Because I saw there. you, like, I think I was following you when you were, like, showing the process of building this. Yeah. And it's just a project, right? I was Where you're just, just like, I'm going to do backyard. this. Yeah. yeah. And and the other one was, like, the full circle that you have somewhere. Yeah, that Where one. is that? <clears throat> that's that's the moon gate. It's probably down. There, there it is. is. Yeah. I that's- mean, to make a full circle look that, I mean, it looks, it is, like, a legit full circle yeah, out of brick. Yeah, that's not easy to do. It, right? It's actually not as hard as you would think. It took really? me thinking about for a little bit, like yeah. to figure it out. You know, because there's no one to ask on these things. Well, yeah, <laughs> but uh, uh, but it, but it's actually not that hard. Like, yeah. like I, I'm not kidding that that someone I like I could work with someone for probably two days teaching that I've never learned before, how to do it. and they could do it now. It wouldn't look as nearly as clean yeah. or nice you know what I mean but yeah. it, they could do it and so actually it, one of those other ones good. that's up on the Instagram a little bit that's kind of just the half Roman arch yeah um, it's right this one no it? not that that's my backyard one up a little more that one the, okay um, and it's not finished yet but this was three Notre Dame students architecture students that came down this yeah. winter and uh, we laid brick on the job site for a couple of days, and then they designed this on their own. You know, they're architecture students. Sure. So, and then all I did was help them set up, and I laid the first two courses with them, and then they did the rest. Yeah. And I mean, I would come and I helped them install the arch and kind of show. I would show them a few things each project, but they did all of that by themselves. Isn't that amazing for people That's that had so never cool. laid brick? Yeah. It's not done. It's actually even cooler now. Um, they had to leave, so there's yeah. a little bit left to do that we're going to finish. But uh, it's just an amazingly accessible trade that people don't realize. Right, and I'm sure that like there's not many people like you that think, you know what, I'm going to get into masonry. And it's like nobody in school, no one is sat in school. I mean, I say nobody. This, I'm sure there's a few. But there are very few people sat in school that think, you know what I want to do? I want to build houses out of brick. Out of right. 160,000 bricks, I'm going to build a house. No, they want to play video games and yeah. hang out and sit in an office or do a podcast or whatever. Like, yeah, it's there is, a there's definitely an element. Of, there's yeah. definitely an element of hard work to it for well, sure. Yeah. But part of it, I think, too, of uh, 
you know, just in the U.S., the, the just the, the craftsman being kind of dead. And so, like, yeah. when we look at all, it's really hard to be inspired by architecture or even inspired to be in building because most of the stuff we're building just kind of sucks. Well, no, <laughs> you're right. Like, it does. Like, every house looks the same. that, you know, like, had, you know, view, you know had these beautiful historic buildings and you get to be a part of that and society yeah. treated it as something important, you know, I think you would have a lot more. Although I would say like our generation and younger, I do in some ways see like the craftsmen kind of coming back that want that desire in young people to be right. hands on. Um, especially, you know, I've, uh, I mean, I, I've, there are some, I know some girls that are in building, yeah. but largely speaking, I get reached out to by young men yeah. um, in their twenties or something. So and it's they're really back. interested in what I'm doing, and, yeah. and I get asked all the time. And I want to take on more apprentices. I just can't right now because I'm in, not in the business. Well, it's good that you're not struggling yeah. to find people. Oh uh, yeah, doing oh, this. I mean, I see why. I mean, because that is creative. That is cool. Everything you're doing it, and people listening, we're just scrolling the Instagram page. Um, yeah, it has meaning to it. You're and that's right. What they're attaching to, but it's not. It's total opposite to building your average house. Right. When you just got a brick that's showing up, and they're just they're yeah. not really brick. We don't really have. Uh, masons anymore. We have right. brick layers, yeah. you know, where the, the building's already there and you're just throwing it up real yeah. quick, this, you know, the, the veneer on right. it and you're done. It's much more difficult to, to keep something out of building it out of the ground. Right. The building's not there. You know, there is no yeah. window that you're just laying the window, the brick around. It's yeah. this thing. And it's so cool to see one of these sites under construction because it just kind of slowly mm-hmm. comes out of the ground and it's beautiful through the whole process. Uh, Great time-lapse content. Oh, it's amazing time-lapse. <laughs> I've been meaning to do it. Oh, I can't believe I have yeah. to do it. I really need to do it on this. I should probably do it on this Wheeler build. But uh, yeah, because it's, yeah, it's cool. Uh, with, with, with everything you doing this right every project's probably different and and you get to like push the creative juices yep what do you want to do next <laughs> i'm sure there's a long list oh my god there are so many so there's a lot of like lost um art you know in in uh, in, in masonry and so mm-hmm. one of them yes every project's different so i have a lot of interest just overall in infill development and doing building not just homes but public spaces okay. and civic spaces so i'm not actually kidding by it. i would love to build some really cool architectural piece in Scissor Tail Park or oh, something yeah. or even that Moon Gate for example is so mm-hmm. interactive you wouldn't believe how many people come by to take prom pictures yeah. take wedding oh, photos yeah. kids always try to like run around it like Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. kind of thing mm-hmm. um, and just kind of bring archi- like that to you know Oklahoma City I would yeah. really love opportunity to do that and then too like you know vaulting and domes you know like all these you know Europe, where you've got these just beautiful like groin vaults and, and right. stuff where you yeah. just don't see the real you see faux things now um <clears throat> So there's a guy in Mexico that does some really cool vaulting that I really plan. I hope to take a trip in the next mm-hmm. year or two and go down and work for a few weeks and yeah. learn. <laughs> that, well, that would have been my next question was, you know, because the you know social media is great, right? You send someone a message that's in a different country and say, hey, like, I'd love to come out and learn from yeah. you. Sounds like you know where you're going. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm dead serious. I'm not even kidding at all. Like, is, when when we got, I kind of get a chance where I'm like, okay, I, I could go away yeah. for a few weeks. Yeah, well, I want to go down yeah. with a couple of my. Team well, members. And the good thing is that your wife, you can do much. You can do marketing from a laptop anywhere in the world. Yeah, exactly. Like the little one. Yeah. 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 So uh, that that could be a pretty fun trip. And then to bring that back to the U.S., oh, you know yeah. what I mean? And here to Oklahoma City. Right. Oh, it'd be so cool. Well, and also because like people who don't travel that much, sadly, that's a majority of people, they don't get to see this, right? Or right. if they do, they get to see this in Europe, around the world. They don't, definitely don't get to see it in Oklahoma. So no. that when you bring it back, it's so unique here that it stands out and people see the value it in it. It does, right. It really does stand out here. Um, yeah. And boy, I mean, like, 
I think one of my dreams is is to build like a coffee shop wine bar yeah. kind of thing that's you know most of the coffee shops in Oklahoma you got some really cool stuff but they tend to be like brighter and more modern which got me wrong right. I, I like bright and modern things too but like I want to do that like kind of speakeasy vibe like and have a downstairs yeah. basement with this barrel vaulted ceiling wine cellar type thing yeah. cozy you know what I mean like a prohibition era type right. feeling yeah, yeah, yeah. of just that there cool was, intimate uh, library type feel dark brick there was a nightclub oh, we used to go out to back home and it was like it was like down, you'd go down three flights of stairs and it was like right. vaulted ceilings you know like the dome ceilings yeah. and I mean if, if you jumped if you were over six foot and you jumped you, your head yeah. might hit the hit the roof but it was so and the sound down there was amazing too um I had a lot of good nights out down there, actually. It was a great, but it's like a dungeon, isn't it? Like, it's so that's much fun. That's what I want to do. You it's know, such like, a great like, scene. That's what Oklahoma City needs. Yeah, it does. I so. mean, and you're right. Like, it, there's an abundance of coffee shops in Oklahoma City and in Tulsa and around the state, but there, I don't know if there's many that would be you like know, that. Like yeah. that, wouldn't yeah. it? It'd be, oh, it'd be so cool. It really would. Uh, so then I imagine having that, and then, like, my office is next door in a warehouse with yeah. traditional building materials and host workshops, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, teaching totally apprentices, good. teaching timber framing, doing, you know, yeah. showing people how to build a little garden arch, you know, every once in a while. Uh, so that's kind of my <laughs> yeah. what, dream. Yeah. Um, so so you, obviously you moved down here trying to build business now in Oklahoma City, doing, you know, you're living in Linwood and, and historic areas. Thankfully, it, it, there's some good areas in Oklahoma City to build in um, what is do you do you want people to like obviously you want to build houses for people but you guys do renovations as well right historic stuff just existing buildings yep. and, and obviously backyard arches too yep we do yeah so we do yeah renovate like we're doing one and we've done a couple of we're about to do a new one in Mesta Park you know typically they're bigger renovations like I don't yeah. really do like a bathroom well, that's sure. just not real but like whole home renovation we're like gutting it redoing it. and I don't mean gutting it in terms of turning it into something it wasn't before we mm-hmm. we always like to respect kind of the you know the yeah. historic nature of the home even if we're redoing it um but yeah i love doing renovations too because some of these old houses are yeah. really amazing in oklahoma city and they've had really terrible cool. design like someone's gone through them you know they taking them back to what they were is what you need to do right, right. because right. someone has come through and gone i can cover all these beautiful brick walls in something and right. just like banging your you head doing? against the wall yeah yeah, Why? yeah. <laughs> exactly i mean if you're watching the video that's what <laughs> The guys took the plaster or whatever, concrete plaster, I think is what it was, that was off the wall. So yeah. now we have a brick, beautiful brick background. Um, well, mate, uh, thanks for coming down. Uh, I, I'm going to put put another couple of questions in because I haven't. I keep forgetting to do this. I've done this a few times recently. I did it a long time ago, and I'm bringing it back. Quick fire round. Bit, okay. bit nothing to do with the business, but just bit normal stuff. Okay. Um, favorite date night spot in Oklahoma City? God, we got here when there was COVID and we had a new baby, so I literally don't have one. I'm just, we went up, where, any, anywhere where we're going where the baby's not there is yeah. the best day. <laughs> we, no, okay, we, we love her baby. Oh, actually, uh, Palo Santo. What's that? It's a bar, and I know it opened right at the beginning of COVID. It's right by the farmer's market stuff by okay. Central Park. It's super cool and fantastic cocktails and drinks, and we went there. I've been there twice now. Yeah. Uh, that... Best that was I think those are the best cocktails I've had in Oklahoma City. Uh, fav- favorite movie. You don't strike Inception. me. Inception. Inception. Yeah, because yeah, you can watch it a million times <laughs> and not know what's going on. Uh, but what are you listening to at the moment? Music or podcast? Could or? be anything. Yeah. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Honestly, I, I, yeah, Joe Rogan. 
Jordan Peterson, Sam Harris. Uh, this is Oklahoma. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't want to laugh too hard. I'm not no, kidding. But right. Yeah, I'm just here. Yeah. Uh, and then last one: if you didn't, if you weren't doing what you were doing now, um, and life took a different turn, what do you think you'd be doing? That's great. Actually, I have a pretty specific answer. I would either be a journalist or probably somehow get into like uh, our the food world by food. I mean, like growing food and okay. another industry that I see that could yeah. use. Do you have a garden at the house? We actually did just start a garden. Yeah. And it's super fun. I love it. It's weird. I'm like a little kid. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe this tomato's growing. It's just, like, I did it's just that. amazing every time. I did right? that. It's, it's so really exciting. Great. We ate kale the other day. I've never been so excited about <laughs> kale. You know, I'm just like, this is so... <laughs> my wife has wanted to do it for a long time and I just keep like putting it off because we are not green thumb people at all. And, and I know she's very busy and I'm not uh, compared to her. And I know I would be the one taking right, care so, of it. Uh, and I don't want to do it. Yeah. So it's not going to happen. <laughs> I, uh, I do get that. For some reason, do you have kids? No, two dogs. Okay, so that I had zero interest in a yard yeah. or a garden ever. I thought I would never own one. Oh, then yeah. we had a kid, yeah. and I don't know why. I was like, I suddenly was out in the, my yard. And now like, you're competing with the neighbors on your grass. I don't grass. know what it is. I'm like, yeah, I literally <laughs> care about my grass. I like rented one of those aerators and like aerated. I'm you're overseeding. Oh, yeah. I'm like, well, I am turning into full dad. I'm oh, not yeah. even meaning. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Anyway. So I don't know if it's something That's biological. Life. That is life. And it's really, I, I mean, right now it's super annoying because my neighbor, like, my neighbor is not on the same mowing schedule that I am. So when my neighbor mows, I've got to go out there and mow again, right? Because you can't have a, you know, it's just, yeah. People listening probably know the same thing too. But, um, yeah, it's. Yeah, yeah, it's just hilarious. Yeah. But you're right. Just getting older and, and you know. Having a little one, I'm sure there's plenty of precious moments that are happening. And, right. You know, what did you say? She's 15 months? Yeah, 15 months. Yeah. And, you know, she's getting real interactive. It's it's fun. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, for everyone listening, uh, where can they follow you? What's the website and social media stuff that uh, they can go and check out? And then same thing if they want, you know, to you to build some stuff for them. Yeah. Um, Instagram is actually great. That's my main thing. I'm the one that posts on Instagram. I'm mm-hmm. the only one on there. If, if, I, if someone's messaging you or commenting, it's me. Uh so Instagram, that's where I put almost all my stuff. Then my website, that's at Building Culture. The website is www.buildingculture.com. And you could, you know, fill out a contact form there, direct message me on Instagram. One of those is the best way. Honestly, Facebook and these other ones, I just don't have time for them. I think yeah. I have a Facebook page. <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't figured out. That's how there's my so many now. And now too. there's like Snapchat. And yeah. you're like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> TikTok. I haven't got into that yet. Yeah, the no, TikTok yeah. I'm like Basically, yeah. you know, Pinterest, maybe a little bit. And then Instagram. Yeah. Instagram and website. Awesome. Uh, I went last one then. And we'd love because I just thought house. of this. <laughs> if if you could build any building, um, where would it be and why? I would like to build some kind of library, mm-hmm. like, like a grand library, like the one in New York City. I I don't know what it's called. I've just seen pictures. I don't, okay. Maybe it's called the library. Sure. <laughs> I don't know if it's the library or if there's, but uh, something like that where uh, it it. It's it's an institutional building that mm-hmm. that that is shared by many people, right? And, and yeah. is almost iconic within the city itself, and provides like the sense of identity. Mm-hmm. And especially when you're talking about a building that lasts over a long yeah. period of time, something that that bridges the gap of past and future, you know, and kind yeah. of uh, whole. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just, last forever. Right. right. I mean, yeah, it yeah. just um, and captures that that the history and the values and all that, mm-hmm. and, and and building something for future generations to enjoy and to, you know. Uh, 
find something in common, you yeah. know. So that's a good answer. I did not expect that. That's a good oh, really? answer. Yeah, I did not expect that at all. Uh, well, mate, I mean, I get why you said that. That's, that, that makes that, that's awesome. A lot of impact, community minded, um, right. last forever as, as these buildings are going to do. Um, and I, I need to go up to hopefully. Well, like we said, chatting before the podcast, we will have a, a video tour coming of one yeah, of the houses. That'd be fun. Let's do that. Um, but yeah, thanks for coming down. Uh, for everyone listening, I'll post the links to the website, social media pages in the description. And yeah, we'll catch you next episode. Cheers. Appreciate it, Mike. This podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling an Oklahoma story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at Oklahoma HOF. Also, huge shout out to RCB Bank for jumping on board to be a sponsor. The home market is booming and RCB Bank is here for you. If you're in the market to buy a home, a mortgage pre-qualification will make the process much easier. Talk to one of our mortgage professionals today, RCB Bank, that's my bank. With approved credit, terms and restrictions apply, member FDIC, equal housing lender, RCB Bank, NMLS 798151. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.